the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Psalms of Hope with Samantha Landy. The scripture says in Psalm 19, verse 4, Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. It's Samantha's desire to fulfill the scripture encircling the earth with modern-day psalms and God-honoring music. Samantha Landy is the author of 12 books, recipient of two angel awards from Excellence in Media, and Distinguished Woman of the Year from Northwood University, businesswoman, columnist, life coach, and international conference speaker. This program will make a positive difference in your everyday life as you listen to Samantha Landy. It's a privilege to bring the message of God-centered hope to you. And now, here's Samantha. Thank you, Bill. Well, it's December, and welcome to this special program of Christmas songs. Yes, all through the years we've all heard the music of Christmas But do we really know the stories of how they came to be written? Well, today I'm going to share some of the stories and play the songs. This first song, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, was written first as a poem in 1849 when Pastor Edmund Sears wrote a Christmas poem for his congregation. At that time, Pastor Sears was very concerned about the conditions of the world And he wanted to remind everyone that Jesus came to make a difference. He came to give peace and hope and freedom to all people. Some of the words from the song that I mentioned are, It came upon a midnight clear, that glorious song of old, From angels bending near the earth, To touch their harps of gold, Peace on earth, goodwill to men. Oh, yes, this year the message of Jesus is more important than ever. Many people around the world suffer in the grip of fear and war, disease and despair. So remember, people all around you need to hear about Jesus and that he came to save them, to help them, to change their lives. Pastor Sears' poem was based on Luke 2, 8 and 9. Let me read it for you. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. Oh, yes, that's what we all need this year, isn't it? Good news of great joy. And now here's It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. Mm. 
Oh, how I love Christmas music. Well, this next song, O Little Town of Bethlehem, was inspired when Pastor Phillips Brooks was only 30 years old in 1865. He was already recognized as one of the most dynamic Christian pastors in America, and he was called upon to give the funeral message over President Abraham Lincoln. As a pastor in Philadelphia, he had been greatly disturbed by Lincoln's assassination. Later, worn out and still grief-stricken, he decided to take a trip to Israel. As he sat on a hill, looking back at the village of Bethlehem while shepherds watched over their flocks, for the first time in a long time, he felt at peace. Later, he told friends, that experience was so overpowering that forever there will be a singing in my soul. Yes, he was also overwhelmed with joy as he participated in the service at the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. And three years later, as he prepared for Christmas in his own church in Philadelphia, he remembered standing in the old church in Bethlehem. And his memory flooded with those images of being so close to the spot where Jesus was born. Inspired by these memories, Brooke went back to his office and wrote the poem, O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Oh, Pastor Brooke realized that the hope of the world wasn't in governments or armies or power, but in the babe, in Jesus born in Bethlehem. So today, if you have worries or fears, place your hope in Jesus. And may all of your activities this Christmas draw you closer to Jesus. For truly, he is the reason for the season. And now here is the carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem.
the blessings of his head. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. angels the great glad tidings tell oh come to us abide with us our Lord to that song, O Little Town of Bethlehem, I hope you could see in your imagination that little shepherd's town where Jesus, our good shepherd, was born. This next song was written around 1857 when John Hopkins Jr. decided to write a poem for his nephews and nieces as a gift. His focus was on the Magi who brought gifts to the baby Jesus. He wrote of the three kings of Orient, who brought gifts from afar. Well, when this poem developed into a popular Christmas carol, it helped confirm the tradition that there were three magi. Although the Bible never mentions a number, there are various opinions as to how many magi there really were. In his poem, which became a carol, John used his imagination because they brought three gifts. However, we do know the wise men were serious students of the stars, and as such, were so impressed with the unusual signs in the heavens that they were willing to travel almost a thousand miles from Persia to seek the king of the Jews. Well, John Hopkins, Jr. based his poem on Matthew 2, verses 1 and 2, where it says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem, asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Yes, Hopkins said he wanted every child to know that Christmas gifts began not in a department store, but when the wise men brought gifts to the baby Jesus. So let's listen to the Vienna Boys Choir sing, We Three Kings of Orient Are. We Three Kings of Orient Are. 
Even though the Christian song, Silent Night, has been recorded more than any other song in history, the fact we know it at all is a miracle. This incredibly beautiful and simple carol owes its debut to an organ that was broken and a priest who refused to hold a Christmas Mass without special music. So, the children's choir sang it with only a guitar accompaniment, unheard of in that time in history. Well, the words of Silent Night were written by a priest, Father Joseph Moore, in Austria in 1816, and the music by his friend Franz Gruber for the Christmas service at St. Nicholas Church in Oberndorf, Austria. Then only weeks later, the beloved carol's march to worldwide popularity was begun by the man who came to fix the organ, and he took it back to his hometown to perform. And then the Von Trapp family sang it in their concerts, and in 1832 the Strasser family performed it at a concert in Leipzig. Hearing it, King William IV of Prussia requested his nation's cathedral choir to sing Silent Night at his annual Christmas celebration. Well, it was first performed in the USA in 1839 in a carol concert outside the Trinity Church in New York City, and from there it spread across the nation in churches everywhere. Amazingly, the carol Silent Night was sung by the soldiers during the Christmas truce in the First World War on Christmas Eve, December 1914. It was a song that the soldiers on both sides of the war knew. So they stood, and across the abyss of war, they sang together, Silent Night, Holy Night, in their own languages. So sing with me. As I play the most recorded song in the world, here it is, Silent Night, sung by the Carpenters.
Silent Night, Holy Night. Oh, it's one of the carols I love so much. Just like millions of other people around the world. Yes, Christmas carols are so much a part of our Christmas season. You know, I love that people everywhere hear the songs. In fact, even if they don't know Jesus, they will still hear the message about Jesus through the words of the carols. You know, as we listen to the news, it seems that the world is filled with turmoil and trouble. But it's important for us to remember that Jesus is the one who came to give us joy and peace and freedom. He has the answer for our lives, doesn't he? Well, let me read the story of Jesus' birth in Luke 2, 8-14. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, The Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by the sign. You will find a baby wrapped in snuggly clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of other angels, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth, goodwill to men. Oh, that must have been an incredible sight. The vast armies of angels praising God. Oh, amazing. Well, this Christmas, may the Lord give you a fresh revelation of his love for you. Love that took him from the glory of heaven to a dusty stable in Bethlehem to a cross on a Jerusalem hillside so that you might spend eternity with him. Yes, that's that really is the message of Christmas. Well, as I close this program, I want to ask you, my dear listeners, to think of Psalms of Hope when you're giving gifts this season. When you send a gift, no matter the size, you are giving the gift of eternal life to others in your neighborhood, your city. And you're also giving to people around the world even as far away as Africa, Pakistan, and India. 
Yes, you will be part of the mission, I feel, to tell people everywhere that Jesus loves them. Oh, if whole nations would turn their hearts to God, wars would cease. You know, I don't have a church or other large organization to pay for the airtime to be on your station, like most programs do. So any size donation from you at this Christmas season would be so meaningful and would be such a blessing to people around the world. May God bless you as you prayerfully consider Psalms of Hope on your Christmas gift list. The announcer will give you my contact information. And as we anticipate this wonderful Christmas season, it's my prayer that you will ask God to fill you afresh and anew with His love, joy, and peace, no matter what the circumstances are in your life that you're facing. So until next week, same time, same place, this is Samantha Landy, and it's my prayer that you will put your hope in God. Thank you for listening to Psalms of Hope with Samantha Landy. We invite your prayer requests, thoughts, and ideas. Email us at our website, samanthalandy.com. That's Samantha, L-A-N-D-Y, dot com. Your gifts will help take Psalms of Hope to an ever-increasing audience around the world who need to hear a message of hope. If you wish to write, you may do so at Post Office Box 911-701, St. George, Utah, 84791, USA. To connect with Samantha and read her inspirational blog, find her on Facebook.com forward slash The Samantha Landy. That's Facebook.com forward slash The Samantha Landy. Please like her page and share it with others. We pray that God, the source of our faith, will give you love, joy, peace, and hope as you trust in Him. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.